This is the TJ Show. Look, there's Jabo. Hey, what's going on, friend? There's producer Kenny. Hello there. However you found us, thank you so much for turning your radio on. We are so grateful that you're here. I was thinking back on this week. You know, we've been here all the way since Monday. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. And I was driving into the studio today. I was just thinking, my heart has been so warm this week. By all of the phone calls that we've been getting at 302-303-1151, there are a lot of things that I love about doing a radio show every day, but my favorite thing has always been connecting with you. When you call in, you get on that phone, and I was just laughing about some of the callers and some of the things that were happening throughout the week, and I want to take a moment. Look, you can be a part of the show just like this. This is a montage of some of our favorite moments talking to you this week. Hey, is that Megan in Kentucky? Yes. <laughs> Megan, what is the most exciting part of your life right now? Well, I recently bought a home. Oh, doesn't so. that feel great? It does. Yeah. Not a lot of land, but I live across from the cemetery so the neighbors are quiet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got a good deal. Got a good deal on that house, That's huh? That's great. <laughs> Tony in Mobile, Alabama. Is that you, Tony? It is. Hey, tell me the most exciting thing happening in your life right now. I, uh, I do police work. I'm a police officer. That's great. You know, I love our police. <laughs> Thank you. What is the coolest thing that you've seen on the force? Like one of the most uplifting, encouraging moments? Just getting to help people because, you know, everybody needs that one person that they can just rely on. Just moments every day where I get to talk to the youth, and, and that's really the best thing about the job because you get to uh, shape the future of, uh, of our community. What is the most exciting part of your life right now? Taking care of my 101-year-old mother, who is Aww. still in her in her right mind and witty and smartest ever. That's beautiful. Wow, that is incredible, Sharon. You know, I have a 94-year-old grandpa, and I don't know—is she single? Hey, See, she's single, uh, but she says she's not going to date a man younger than her, so he has to be at least 102. We talk oh. about that all the time. Oh man, really? She's not a cool girl, okay? I <laughs> know <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Travis, how did you find our show? Uh, entertaining. Yeah. Better than some of the other gibberish that they play every day. I don't want to get too high and mighty here, but he just told us that we are better than some of the other gibberish that's on throughout the day. Yeah. On Put it on a shirt. Mm-hmm. What's impressive? So I was scanning and I found you guys and you guys were funny and I just got hooked immediately. Oh, wow. We're just so grateful for this time with you. So thank you. Absolutely. You guys are the best. Just some of our favorite moments from connecting with you this week. And I'm so teary-eyed. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that was it's, cool. It's so wonderful getting to meet you. And, and the phone is really the easiest way to do it. You just I know it's scary, right? No one takes phone calls anymore. Everyone's trying to text. No, not here. We want to connect with human beings. That's what this is all about. 302-303-1151. Put that number in your phone. You never know when you're going to need it. And, you know, I think sometimes people feel... Well, if I'm going to go on the radio in 50 cities, actually more than 50 cities now, and I don't want to sound like I'm bragging. No, no, no. This is a (laughs) A little braggadocious. No, no. This is a a team effort, and we have amazing people who are on and off the air in this show. Um, But if you're going to be on the radio in over 50 cities, you don't have to have something substantial or life-changing to say. It could literally be what you have coming up over the weekend. Yeah, because what you have to say is enough. Like yeah. It adds value. Yeah. No, it's not about like saying something profound. It's just literally about getting to know you. That's right. all we want. So I'll give you that number one more time. Put it in your phone, 302-303-1151. If you're too scared to call now, one day you won't be. Can't believe this day finally came. 
I was hoping this day would not come. Okay, what are you talking about, TJ? That day, Jabo, was yesterday. I was getting into my car and I took my beloved Stanley tumbler and I put it on top of my car as I was taking my bag off and getting it all nestled into its spot in the back seat. Soon as I closed the door, the Stanley tumbler fell off the top of my car and hit the pavement and got a nice dent in it. Bro. And I was nervous this was going to happen because we've seen the headlines. And, you know, they haven't been pretty. A lot of accusations of lead being in between, like, the vacuum seal. And I don't really fully understand it all. All I know is that everyone's freaking out about it. And, you know, Stanley's like, no, it's not a problem. Unless, of course, something was ruptured. And then it becomes a problem. How do I know now that my, my Stanley wasn't ruptured? I don't know. Have you inspected it? Yeah, I looked at it. It's got a big dent, but I don't know if it's ruptured on the inside or not. I'm not a Stanley expert. It's fine. Well, <laughs> Says the expert over here. I wouldn't trust that. I looked at it, and I said, well, there, there it goes. It was nice. It was a nice time that I had with you, Stanley. And I knew that if this were to happen, I would have to put it up for adoption because I'm, I'm no longer going to risk using my Stanley cups. Really? So just, there aren't any cracks or anything on the inside or the outside of it? Nope, nope. Looks uh, well. No, look the bottom. It's pretty dented right there, right? Isn't that? You see that little? I mean, it's a dent the paint's on off. the outside, no, though. The paint's off, though. So, Kenny, who doesn't care about his health as much as most people, <laughs> um, th- there it is. Are you giving would, it to Kenny? Would you take my Stanley from now on and take good care of it? Oh, don't cry, TJ. This is like the greatest news I think I've ever heard. Can yes. You, can you, how yes. is your other Stanley that you're holding? How is it holding up? It's great. I haven't dropped it yet. Okay. Here you go, Josh. Can you please pass oh, this, this to Oh, this is so awesome. <laughs> no, I didn't wash it. You can do that. That still has yesterday's stuff on it. I got two Stanley cups now. It has now. TJ's uh, particles on the straw, so make sure you wash that. I need a moment. I can't believe this actually happened. <laughs> oh, gamma tissue. Okay, I'm fine. So my backup plan was Ooh, I, that's over. I took out the old uh, hydro flask from 15 years ago Boo. that I bought. See? Still works, Much huh? larger. It's something that you probably take camping, and this is full of water today, and I'm totally fine. I don't care that my Stanley's with Kenny now, and enjoy it. It was fun while it <laughs> this lasted. This is great. I also noticed that people, multiple people saw me with my Stanley, and they said, Ooh, look at you so trendy. Yeah, I know. Wait till they see me with two. And I was so annoyed by that. I'm like, well, I'm not really. And then I like, tried to, ha- to explain that I didn't buy it, but I got it in a white elephant gift exchange and it sort of happened by accident. And it didn't, and they were just staring at me. And so it, it's been enough. I've had enough time with my Stanley. You got tired of being popular? It's just, I, I don't need all that attention on me. Okay, Jabo. I want so, it. I need it. I know you do. <laughs> Kenny's got two now. Yeah, this is great. Congratulations, Kenny. Double the action. And, write uh, another song. Thank you for taking good care of it. I got two. I appreciate it. It's because I'm nervous. I don't want to deal with the the worry of there potentially being lead. And I don't even know if there is lead. I don't even want to get involved anymore. I want to stop talking about Stanley's. It's done. Hydro flask. Boom. Boom. And that, look look at how weak your little Stanley sounds. I'm cheersing myself. (laughs) Now you're dogging at Stanley because you no longer own one. Listen to how wimpy that is. That's because it's better insulated than that inferior product. Wait, wait. Listen to how much more dominant this sound is. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm drinking my water from now. This is the TJ show. all over your face without a straw. I texted a friend yesterday after they they wrote me a joke. Something that they were trying to make me laugh. Okay. And so I write back, ha ha. (laughs) 
And my phone auto-corrected it to ha ha ha. No, and it, you were really laughing then. No, but it wasn't. It wasn't that funny. Like the, the <laughs> ha ha was just supposed to be sufficient. And I felt like I'm giving him a little bit more credit than he deserves. And then he sent me back like emoji, 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 emoji. And it's like, okay, I'm not getting any further involved with this. My phone has betrayed me. <laughs> I'm now. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, these, these are the little things that don't get talked about anymore because there's too many big things happening in the world. This still matters. Jabo, what's happening in your world today? Social media loves to update their platforms with all these random things all the time, and it's yep. so annoying. Well, I saw this update recently on Insta that I was really surprised by because it's not annoying. When you go to comment on someone's post, mm-hmm. it will give you this notification. It says, welcome to the conversation. When commenting, please treat other people with respect. I have never seen that before. And you know, people tend to go crazy in the comment section of posts. And I thought, well, that's that's what's going to make people go not crazy. Are people going to chill out? Is that right there? That's a regulation they were needing. That's it. Well, listen, Mark Zuckerberg and his massive heart. I think he's thinking about our feelings now. Yeah, maybe. Smelling a lot of sarcasm over here. No, no what sarcasm? I, I don't know him. I mean, yeah. I, I just seems like you know yeah. he's been before Congress and people have been yelling at him. And uh, yes, producer Heather. No, I think Jabo was right. People love being told what to do. So I think this is going to work. Yeah, they need to be told, hey, don't forget, be nice, be respectful when you're know. commenting. I know, but it, it could it hurt? I don't know. I don't know if it'll hurt, if, even if it's just a reminder to, like, cool it. We could use some cool it reminders in other avenues of life. Like the, the bagel store near my house needs a cool it reminder. <laughs> hey, the customers listen. get a little snappy sometimes. If one person will not go crazy in the comments because of that one little thingamajigger... By all means, I love the update. Good. Well, let's let's embrace social media where we can. Yeah, and I by guess. the way, you can comment in a cool fashion at TJ Podcast. <laughs> that is where we are on Instagram. We love connecting with you over social media. You know, one of my favorite things actually about our Instagram feed is when you send us an audio DM. Yes. Like maybe you're driving around in your car and you just saw something, or you were just at the bagel shop and you saw someone who didn't know how to cool it. Mm-hmm. Let us know that story, and we'd love to play it on the show. There are so many ways to get involved with our show, including, as you always know, our phone number, 302-303-1151. We just love talking to you, getting to know you. Kenny, what's happening in your world today? You guys know I just celebrated my one-year anniversary with my girlfriend, Allison. Congratulations, yes, Kenneth. Sir. Thank you. She got me the coolest gift I have to show show you it. it it was a bottle of 50 little capsules like this they look like pills but inside the capsule where are you getting at no inside the capsule is a little note from her so it's like a little happy pill to kind of cheer me up throughout the day oh my goodness and uh you undo it and it's a little piece of paper she made each individual note it's it is the size of like a vitamin c pill yeah exactly that what is it is so thoughtful so um, what does today's note say so today's note says if I were an architect, I'd design a vitamin water fountain just for you. She Your favorite drink. I love vitamin water. Oh, my Man. goodness. That is thoughtful. And it made me smile right away. These really are like little happy pills, and you don't have to swallow them. At least from what I'm told, you're not supposed to swallow them. Kenny, <laughs> I would love to make fun of you, but I just can't. You because can. adorable, my, my wife, Jess, did a similar thing, and about, I don't know, two weeks ago, I was feeling kind of down before I went to bed, and I went and read through. She like put all these little wood pallets on a string, and I just read why I'm so awesome. <laughs> one Aww. after the next. She wrote it like seven years ago, and I just found it in an old drawer. That's so thoughtful. That's beautiful. Yeah, Let me really write that thoughtful. down. I'm so glad you're Kind in love, notes Kenny. to my husband, Archie. Great okay. job. Thanks, man. This is the TJ Show. Man, I'm so happy for producer Kenny. I never thought I'd be this happy for this guy. But he was just sharing a little gift he got for his anniversary. His girlfriend 
created these little like notes, 50 of them, and put them into individual, almost pill-sized containers. Like imagine the size of a vitamin C pill. Mm Mm-hmm. And do they actually call them happy pills? <laughs> no, but I don't know. I, that's what I'm calling them because they make me happy. The concept is you open it up and there's a little note in there. And yeah. she took the time to meticulously do this. And I just think that's like a really good sign for the relationship, j No, oh, it's yeah. beautiful. It's something I wish I would have thought of. So my wife, Jess, sent me a text. I asked her if she'd come on. Jess, you there? Yeah, you, you hear how in love Kenny is and like how they're really doing nice things to each other to make the relationship light up on fire like a firework? Yeah, that's like super creative and thoughtful. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. And it was reminding me of when you did that for me. You you wrote out all these things. You remember many, many years ago, you wrote out all the reasons why I'm awesome on these little tiny yeah. like wood squares and then you put it on almost like a key ring. It was like a leather key ring. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I read it once when I got it and I was like, wow, that's really nice. And I completely forgot about it. I stuffed it away in a drawer. And just the other night I was going through my drawer and I found it and I took the time to read each little thing. And it was almost like, uh, I guess the way you'd view an investment of love. I, I don't know. That sounds really cheesy, but I didn't remember half the things you wrote. And it was like this beautiful feeling that I had. I was like, wow, she really cares about me. So Kenny's going through the same thing. That is, there's a cost to that. It's so much easier to go on Amazon, press a button, like have invisible money that you never see anyway disappear and just something shows up. But like to hand write something and you have to be creative and really thoughtful and spend time on somebody, that's that's the best kind of gift, I think. That's really special. Yeah, so I totally agree. Awesome. I think it's a, even a debatable question. Is it even a gift anymore if you just go on Amazon? Man, please don't click. play with me. I <laughs> add to cart all the time. Look, don't get me wrong, Jess. I hear what you're saying, and it's sweet, and that's all lovey-dovey and stuff. But I also think it's sweet that I take the time out to know exactly what my husband likes, and I add to cart. That takes time. Yeah, don't blow you know up J-Bo's spot yeah, now with all that. this lovey-dovey. Yeah. Well, listen, I didn't know that. I don't think Jabo only does that, though. I'm pretty sure Jabo probably No, that's, probably that's all I do. That is all add to cart. That is all I do. But you Jabo, know, you will write a letter to your husband. Oh, you yeah, will write yeah. a thoughtful Yes, of course. Yeah, letters so, and like, poems. You do do that. So I think, you like, do. if all you did, hey. maybe, I mean, maybe it's awesome to do Amazon gifts, but I think you also do thoughtful, creative stuff in your own way. Jessica, Thank you for the credit. Kenny just repeated doo-doo when you said you do do-do that. Doo-doo. Fair enough. I get it. Uh, I'm sorry for that. We're much more mature I, I in our relationship. Myself. Obvi, Jessica. <laughs> I don't That's wanna... okay. Kenny, you got to do you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm all jacked up on these you. happy pills. Do, do so. you. <laughs> All right, Jess, we got to go. That, that's a good sign that it's time to wrap this up. But I love you a lot, and thanks for that, that gift you gave me seven years ago. It's still... Um, it wasn't seven years ago. Well, no, it's... it's you, and you've done a lot since then. I even have framed the notes that Jess has given I me. I did it when we lived... We lived here when I did it. We've been here, what, three or four no, years? No, that was in Boston. That was in Boston. <laughs> I don't think so. I think yeah, you're it's wrong fine. I know, that. I know. I have the timeline of your love. You're wrong about that. Carefully scripted. <laughs> All right. I believe Love that. you, Jess. Bye-bye. <laughs> Kenny is hitting it out of the park. There you go. Well, Allison's yeah. hitting it out well, of the Allison, park. Well, Allison, not Kenny. I'm well, reaping the rewards. <laughs> yeah. Well, return the favor, huh? I will. All right, this is the TJ Show. It's good to love people well. I'm a super fan of a 77-year-old man. Okay. What's wrong with that? It just sounds weird, but I know you're going to go somewhere with it, so I'm not going to get too creeped out. <laughs> no, this is, this is really good news. He's an author. His name is John Maxwell 
I'm a fan of him too. Yeah, see, we got the same. I know he was 77. 77. I too am a fan of 77 year old men. This guy, he is wonderful, and I've discovered his books over the years, and I mean, I can't stop reading them. They're just so interesting, and he really cares about leading people to their best potential, and I just admire what he's done with his career, and his company is huge right. now. And I recently read one of his books, and I was just so moved by so many of the quotes and the conversation around failure in this book. And what annoys me is like, you could scroll on social media and you'll see some influencer, Mm -hmm. hopefully well-meaning, but you've got to overcome failure. And it starts to just kind of blend into, you know, one of a million people giving advice. And I think what I like about John so much is that he's so humble. And here is a guy who's 77 years old. He's still reading a book a week, I think, or a book on leadership a month. And it's like, Dude, you've read it. You're the guy. Right. Like you write them too. You're so. the expert, right? You've got. I think he's got like a hundred books. But um, I took some notes, and I just want to read this because I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're trying to create, or what you're dreaming about, or what business you started, and maybe it didn't work, or, or who knows what your story is. Maybe you're going to school and you just you got an F on mm. uh, some project you work. I mean, who knows what's going on? But I want to read you a couple of these quotes because I was very moved by these. It's from one of John's books called Failing Forward. He says, the difference between average people and achieving people is their perception of and response to failure. And how good is that? That's good. Another one, the greatest mistake we make is living in constant fear that we will make one. How many things have we avoided doing just because we're afraid of the potential horrific outcome? That may just be completely made up in our own head. And I'm going to say this not because I want to start any kind of controversy when it comes to the school system. I'm saying this because this is my experience. I was a straight A, B, A, B student. Okay, I'll be honest. On a roll, definitely for sure. And so I did not like making mistakes. So when I did make mistakes, the consequences weren't great. You either, you know, you get a red X on your test or you feel like you're not the smartest person in the room. And that for me has translated into life Mm. where I'm afraid to make a mistake in life and afraid to fail because of that red X that might be appear. But really, it's just like, that's my mind that's holding me back. Thank you for sharing that. That is the reality of not failing forward. Right. And I think that's like the thesis of this book. It could actually be this thing that harms us way more than the failure yeah. should harm us. Oh, yeah. Another failure is, listen to how good this is. Failure is simply a price we pay to achieve success. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if we read all these stories of these people that we admire. Is there one of them where there isn't failure? You ready for another quote from Johnny Cash? Johnny Cash says, you build on failure, you use it as a stepping stone, close the door of the past. You don't try to forget the mistakes, but you don't dwell on it. Mm -hmm. You don't let it have any of your energy, any of your time, or any of your space. Yeah, there's too much to do to start like obsessing over the past. Mm -hmm. I used to obsess over the past a lot of years ago. And thank goodness I stopped doing that. There's a woman, I wish I knew her name, but she was being interviewed. And she said, what good is there thinking about your past? Like what makes you think what you thought was the right move was actually going to be better than where you are today. Like maybe you would have Mm. made a decision that you thought was right at the time that actually would have brought you to an outcome that's way worse than what you have now from that failure. I just love reading about this stuff. The name of that book was Failing Forward. It's John Maxwell. This is The TJ Show. And sometimes I feel bad about what we do around here. We're doing a show mostly for human beings. Right. Don't think that doesn't weigh on my mind. Mm. Because I think about my dog, Luna. She's a Labrador retriever. And she slobbishly passes out in our living room. And guess what? The radio's on. 
Are we ever doing stories that are interesting for Luna? No, we're not. Very rarely, until now. This is Luna's Animal Tales. What we do here is we think about the animals that are listening to our show. Perhaps your dog is in your car and it's hanging its head out the window. Why do you think it's doing that? Because it doesn't want to hear what we're doing. It's mm-hmm. not interested. No. Yep. Well, until now, of course. Welcome to Luna's Animal Tales in honor of my dog, but it will also hopefully serve your dog. And I think cats appreciate this, too. It's the biggest headlines concerning animals from around the world right now. Let's start here. An angry elk teaches a tourist not to yell at wildlife. You may be wondering, why would a tourist yell at wildlife? And I don't really have the answer for that. I don't know why someone would risk that. You might also be wondering why some tourists take selfies with wildlife. Yeah. I also don't have the answer for that. In a video that appears to have been shot at a U.S. national park, a man and his companion approach a pair of elk grazing on the roadside, and for some reason they thought it would be a good idea to shout at the elk. It doesn't go over well. One of the two elk made a sudden charge, resulting in the man running away squealing and swearing. Can I get a bark for that? (laughs) (laughs) The clip was shared on the uh, now famous Instagram account, Torons of National Park, which highlights bad behavior, or some would say morons, at some of the beautiful (laughs) national parks. National Park Service warns that elk are one of the most dangerous animals in Grand Canyon National Park. And they aren't usually aggressive, but they'll defend themselves if they're young, are threatened, and visitors are advised to stay at least 100 feet away at all times. Now, of course, how do you shoot a viral video and get famous for stupidity Mm. if you have to stay you know, 100 feet away. Right. It's, it's a challenge. Well, here's the thing. Elk, they, they seem, from the videos that I've seen, they seem very docile. But they're yeah. massive, and I'm not playing with them. Totally. And you could even get hefty fines or jail time, in some cases, for messing with or touching or getting too close yeah, to these animals. I'm too pretty for jail. I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly, j Here's another headline in Luna's Animal Tales. A Florida man pleads guilty to smuggling thousands of turtles to Hong Kong and Germany. According to the Justice Department... This man would ship wildlife through Miami International Airport. He falsified documents saying that the turtles were captive bred, but he was capturing them from the wild. The man pled guilty, and it could also lead to jail time. And finally, in Luna's Animal Tales, Spokane, Washington, drivers saw an interesting electronic road sign that read, Angry Raccoons Ahead. (laughs) According to the city's Department of Public Works, there were no reports of any angry raccoons in the area. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, being in your car and you see that sign? I would I would be scared. Yeah, in my car, but still scared. I don't know that I've ever seen an angry raccoon. I've only seen, like, very clever, smart raccoons mm. who are just coming into our trash pails for a reason, and then they leave. And they kind of hobble away. Right. It's like a victory prank. A piece of bread in their mouth. It seems like this was a prank. Some kids twisted open the lock. Uh, the back of the uh, sign and changed the message and the town saying well we're thankful that it wasn't offensive (laughs) but they do want to clarify there are no angry raccoons in the area just normal animals who are having a good time that is a great prank so there it is that's Luna's Animal Tales we hope your pet enjoyed it as much as I know mine will hey Kenny I would be scratching my head over this too (laughs) yeah what's wrong with me you know Kenny's been with his girlfriend for a year now J-Bo I know I'm so happy for him in an overwhelming stat here, it seems like she... Has she always only gotten you underwear as gifts? <laughs> no. It's, it's just a lot. It's a lot more often underwear than not. Well, here's the thing. So we had Christmas. We had my birthday. We had Valentine's Day. We had my anniversary with her. 
So there have just been back-to-back opportunities for gift-giving, and every single time she's bought me underwear. <laughs> yeah, I think she's got to be hinting, right, Chavo? Right. Please give me a female either, perspective. Yeah, either your drawers are holy, or they're just, they need to, you need to move on from them. That's a great question. How long do you keep your underwear? Not tremendously long. Um, I wear Tommy Johns for the most part. Oh, I, I think do too. My oldest pair of Tommy Johns is probably three or four years old. Yeah, wow. I'll even keep those if there are holes in them. Like I, uh, oh, they're so comfortable. I so you walk a, around looking, feeling holy, huh? N- no, I. Well, I dropped a pen at a restaurant the other day, and I bent over to pick it up, and I heard <gasps> the rip. But also, these are like I think it's like a four-year-old pair. Okay, okay. Kenny and I connect on this because we really love this particular brand. Four years and, is a long time, and they're not an advertiser on our show. But I just, we just love them. We're they're like so comfortable. We're super fans. Also, yeah. it's Tommy John TJ. Get it? Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, why I wear them. Branding, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of TJ. <laughs> Weird. But I'm keeping that pair because I like it so much. And I've tried to switch to other underwear and I can't. Like I'm now addicted to this underwear and I don't know how it happened. So you did the right thing. You're a journalist. I asked her. You interviewed and tried to figure out like what's wrong with my underwear? Why do you keep buying me more underwear? (laughs) You got to be open with communication in our relationships. Hi, my sweet love. Hi, Kenny. You guys really talk to each other like that? I mean, that is... (laughs) The other hey, pet Kenny. names annoy me, but Sweet Love is sweet. I like that one. Hey, Kenny. <laughs> Hi, TJ. You look so cute. Hmm, thank you. You look handsome. Thanks, baby. Okay, this doesn't... Okay. Can you Can we that? move on to the... Yes, producer. We Heather. don't need any of this. I was just going to say, is that part necessary? Can we just skip to the interview? Yeah. Right. I'd like to make a request in the future. Just go right to this part. I was wondering, <laughs> why do you keep buying me underwear? <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. (laughs) Because they're your favorite brand, so I like to treat you to them. So is part of it because you like how they look on me? Yeah. But five times in a row? Is that what you said? Five? Yeah. Nice. And you (laughs) like them. You say they're very comfortable. They are. So I want you to be your most comfortable all the time. As a dude, I never thought that underwear could change your life. And that's how I feel about Tommy John's. So then I'm really happy that I continue to buy you underwear. So she just knows you well. It's that simple. She's really smart, your girlfriend Allison, because every time you go to the restroom, whether you're with her or not, you will think of her. Yeah. Yeah. Should I stop buying you then? Well, I think I have enough. (laughs) Okay. Well, you tell me something your favorite. Hey, if we're the same size, give me a couple of those. Oh, he's worn them. I love it. Can I buy you underwear? Um... Sure. <laughs> you know, you probably could have cut this part out, too. I'm going to buy you Tommy John women's underwear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> An excessive amount. Awkward. <laughs> and I see them, and you love yours so much that I have to imagine the women's underwear would be nice, too. All right, I love you. I love you, too. Okay, so two people who are clearly in love. and Clearly. Now we have the answer. There is no story there. She just knows that you like like them. them. Maybe she just needs to get to know you a little better. (laughs) But she's a great listener, which is awesome. She's buying you what you like. This is the TJ Show. I didn't need to know that after all. (laughs) This is the TJ Show. Our news, it sounds a little bit different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening on the planet today? Some new research suggesting that live music stimulates your brain in ways that recorded music simply cannot. I believe that. I feel something. If I'm in a room and they're playing music and it's right and it sounds good, it doesn't hurt your ears, I feel something. I definitely feel something. Is it the same 
if you're listening to a live recording. Huh. I don't think they dove into that one, but that's a great question. I don't think so. Just based on my own data point. I, I just love <laughs> being in the venue. But you know what's interesting to me? I though? still get feelings when I'm listening to live tracks. Yeah, I, I feel more connected when I'm in a smaller venue. Yeah. Like, especially like in a jazz club okay. or a small theater. When you go to the big stadium shows, depending on who it is, like Billy Joel can make a stadium feel like a living room. Yes. And that's an incredible talent. It's I've very heard. unique to him. Um but I just love, oh, I love live music. There's nothing like it. There's something about live music when you go to a concert and everyone is singing in unison. Yes. And then I stop cool. singing and I just listen and I'm, an, oh, I love it so much. Well, isn't it amazing that obviously not everyone in that crowd is a good singer. Yet no. when everyone comes together, it yeah. makes this beautiful mm-hmm. sound. Yes. There's something about being in unity. Yeah, there is. Kenny, what else do you have? What kind of texture are you? I try to communicate with text messages. So if I need to get something done. It's for functional purposes. What are my options? Yeah, that's, so, that's a good question. <laughs> so there are four categories yeah. of texters. Should have asked that first. What, it's a weird question. Kind what kind of, of a text? I, I don't know. I text. <laughs> what kind of texter you are might say something about your personality. For instance, paragraph textures, people who send lengthy blocks of text. It's effective to get all your thoughts out, but it could be annoying to people who prefer short messages. There are dry textures. This refers to people who send one or two word responses or mm-hmm. text messages. Cold. Emoji-obsessed texters, people who are more likely to describe how they feel with an emoji rather than a lengthy response. Hiding something. And then there's me. <laughs> Lazy. I think I fall into this category, a rapid-fire texture. Oh, Communicators yeah, who send multiple short texts in quick succession, like stream of consciousness. Yeah. Yeah, my friend Paul does that. I'm a paragrapher if I really want to get a point across and I don't want you to interrupt me or take something what I'm saying out of context, so I'll paragraph. But I'll also rapid-fire, too, if I'm like busy and in between things. Kenny, what else do you have? TJ, I know you have an affinity for Boston. You lived there for many years. All of your daughters were born Absolutely. in Boston. Well, the city has a rat problem. I saw a couple while I was there. Yeah, well, many cities do, but for Boston, it appears to be getting worse. And the city is now considering creating a dedicated office of pest control, similar to what we've previously reported on in New York City, where they have a position dedicated to dealing with rats. It's officially called the Director of Rodent Mitigation, but it's unofficially known as the Rat Czar. A couple solutions for this. So many years ago, I remember there was a moment in the north end of Boston where I think it was a seagull, but it was like an oversized seagull. (laughs) It picked up a rat and swallowed it whole. Oh, my God. And I saw it, that video. Yeah, if oh. you have not seen it, obviously J-Bo can second no. this. It's something you must see <laughs> in your life. I have spent the last few years of my Nightmares. life trying to like push that memory out, yeah, and you, then you just said it. No, it's back. You know, but it, it's this is the pest control department. We need more of those more seagulls. seagulls. Okay. Capture them on the beaches Ugh. of New England and bring them to the North End. They love living there. They have a great time eating pizza on normal days, but every once in a while... They find a rat. Yeah. It is magnificent. So what's being reported on in the Boston Globe, the city's rats are feasting on an abundant source of trash, and they Mm. appear to be more visible in the city compared to years past. They've been described as behaving brazenly. Oh, yeah. They get aggressive. You know, when I was living in New York City, 
I used to <laughs> I used to have to walk past this park and we called it Rat Park. There were rats the size of kittens mm-hmm. living there. It mm-hmm. was and one hopped over my feet. <gasps> and it was a day that I decided no. to wear sandals, <gasps> which I never no, do. I never no. I don't know why I had the idea. No. Never again. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Well, the calls to 311, which is the number for non-emergencies in Boston, have really gone up. From 2014 when you lived there, there were 2100 73 calls about rats. Now there are 3,949 calls wow. about rats for 2023. And it's Yeesh. such a shame because rats are really adorable. And Ugh. No, they oh, are. They're, I don't know about that. They're cool. And Mm-mm. they get a bad reputation because of how they're just like finding garbage. But they're smart little animals. They like, are smart. I'll yeah, give them that. Smart. If I knew for sure that I wouldn't get rat fever, I would have a rat as a pet. Mm. They, there are people who let like a rat live in their couch and they, they dig a little hole in the Mm-mm. inside. I like that in concept. Not me. It sounds amazing. All right, what else do you have? There's a new number one highest rated film on IMDb, the Internet Movie Database, and it just came out. What is it? Dune 2 has a 9.4 rating on IMDb. The previous highest rated film was The Shawshank Redemption, and that's been there on the top of the list since 2008. Wait a minute. You're saying this is the top rated movie there's no movie rated higher than 9.4 how is that possible right it just came out like today yeah there were previews yesterday and then an early screening on sunday so what the article is suggesting is that people who've seen it early have gone to imdb to rate this film and it's up at the top and it's that good I don't know. I couldn't get through the first one. 9.4 good apparently oh wait this is a sequel yeah dune 2 oh oh i thought it was like dune T-O-O. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't even no. know what it's about. <laughs> no. It's a sci-fi thriller. It's got Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, mm. Jason Momoa. It's wow. got everybody in well, it. Well, that is impressive. So uh, you've piqued my interest. I'm a well, big movie fan. I, I didn't have any interest in seeing it because I didn't really like the first one. But now uh, I'm going to have to rewatch the first one and maybe go to the movies again. Kenny, what else do you have? We're seeing reports through several news organizations. Chick-fil-A is recalling... Their Polynesian sauce dipping cups due to allergy concerns. Say it ain't so. That's my favorite favorite. It's so good. Apparently, this batch contained a different sauce that may include wheat and soy allergens. Mm. So Chick-fil-A is warning customers, if you have any of these at home and that's a concern to you, throw those old cups away and they'll be replacing the ones they do have at their stores. And what I also like, because this is just great customer service, I happen to have the Chick-fil-A app. They sent me an email, like a personal email. Hi, Kenneth. Oh, that's nice. We've been notified that the Polynesian dipping sauce may contain these allergens. Well, Chick-fil-A didn't send me an email, but when I opened my Chick-fil-A app, there was a notification at the very top, which just goes to prove... Probably a point they were trying to make. I check my Chick-fil-A app more than my emails. Mm. So they knew. <laughs> they were like, she ain't going to check her emails, but yeah. she's going to check that app, though. I mean, that's how personalized they are. They know everyone's habits. Yeah. But yeah. I have to say, I've been to uh, Chick-fil-A with my family, and there's just one by our house. The people are like the nicest uh, restaurant workers I think I've ever met. I mean, yeah. I was really right. impressed because yeah. I, I didn't grow up going to Chick-fil-A, and it, that's a totally new thing for me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I was very impressed. Great they customer even, service. Yeah, the, the one that we were at, they even like, they were putting like flowers on the table. I'm like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is above and beyond. I, yes. I was really blown away by it. Kenny, what else you have? It's official. Ryan Gosling will be performing I'm Just Ken from the Barbie movie at this year's Oscars on March 10th. Good for him. Yeah, the song is. Guy nominated. does it all. Yeah, I know. 
The song is nominated for Best Original Song, and usually there are live performances of the nominated songs. From what's being reported, Gosling will perform the song with Mark Ronson, who produced and co-wrote the record. Oh, he's one of my favorite producers. Yeah, he's great. He has a version of Valerie with Amy Winehouse, and it's one of my favorite songs. I like songs. Amy. Yeah. I still just love it. There's just something about it that makes you move. He's so talented. I didn't oh. realize he produced that. I hope yeah. Brian has a nice live vocals. Some people sound really great on tracks, and then they sing live, and you're like, ooh, that's not the same person. But I'm sure he's got a great voice, right? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, he. I mean, other than the song, he's actually he's got a band. Like he oh, performs. Okay. Oh. He, he's a musician. Oh, I didn't um, know that. My bad. I'm sorry, dog. I didn't mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I didn't mean to be disrespectful. Yeah, my Barbies. girlfriend Allison <laughs> has gone to see his shows. Really? Yeah. When asked about the possibility of performing the song at the Oscars and whether or not he'd perform it in character as Ken, he said, I wasn't thinking about it until now. And now it's all I'm going to think about. Do you get paid for that? <laughs> what do you get paid to sing at the Oscars? Do they pick you up at least, right? Do you have to drive yourself? <laughs> I'm looking forward probably to that the most out of everything with yeah, the Oscars this fun. year. Not true, because John Batiste is nominated for Best Original really? Song. Yeah, he Ooh. wrote an original song for the Netflix documentary, It Never Went Away. So I bet you're probably most excited oh, to see Oh, that's so cool. John he changes Batiste, his mind now. He yeah. changes his mind. <laughs> he is my favorite artist right now. His albums are just so interesting. And so I am excited about that, a little more than Ken. <laughs> I also want to know Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas will be performing their song also from the Barbie movie soundtrack, What Was I Made For? Uh, Ryan Gosling also nominated for Best Supporting Actor for his role as Ken. And... The Oscars are going to start at 7 p.m. Eastern time for Pacific, which is earlier than they usually start. And I've always complained because they usually go on until midnight. I know. So I think we might get a full night's sleep on Oscar Sunday. You know, Billy, she did that same song live at a different award show. Can't remember which one it was recently. Do you remember which one it was? Um, could have Golden been Globes? Critics Choice. No, it wasn't Golden Globes. They didn't have performances mm. for the well, Golden Globes. Well, she killed it. She killed it live. She's going to kill it again. I know that for she sure. She is super talented. Mm -hmm. Kenny, yeah. what else do you have? Elmo has once again gone viral on social media. Don't tell me it's for controversy. <laughs> I mean, it's a little controversial. I mean, I'm sure he didn't intend to be controversial. He posted for Leap Day yesterday, just saying, Happy Leap Day, everybody. Ribbit, ribbit, ha, ha, ha. Elmo Frog loves you with a heart emoji, hashtag Leap Day. Who's, wait, who's Elmo Frog? So the picture, I should note, is Elmo as a frog sitting on a lily pad. Oh, come on. You can't. Oh, that's trippy. Whoa. What are you doing, Elmo? He <laughs> was trippy. fine as a Muppet. Isn't he a Muppet? He's uh, Or is he a puppet? He's a puppet, not a Muppet. He, okay, he's a puppet. He's a Sesame Street character. But he puppet. is a puppet. Yeah. Puppet is yeah. his origin. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> not a Muppet. <laughs> Muppets and Sesame Street were both Jim Henson creations. Right. Kermit the Frog, as far as I know, is the only Muppet and Sesame Street character who's on both programs. Kermit is a Muppet and a puppet? Yes. Wow. Look He's at a that. hybrid. Yeah, you learn something new every day about <laughs> Sesame Street. The best part about this Elmo story are the comments, because people were generally freaked out by it. Elmo, we all love you, but this is terrifying. Don't do this again, sweetie. <laughs> Another one said, Elmo needs to be stopped. Another yeah. one saying, Elmo, please delete. I'm begging you. Sesame Street can't be mad at that. They <laughs> no. taught us to share our feelings, that's right. and that's what we're doing. We're freaked out. Kenny, thank you for keeping us somewhat informed. That's what's happening. 